Hi, I'm Christy Wimpery, and I'm so excited you're here with me today. Welcome to the Not Just a Daydream podcast. Have you ever found yourself daydreaming about the life you wish you had? Yeah, me too. Well, for many years, I felt stuck, and I thought those dreams would only ever be just daydreams. Today, I now run a thriving six-figure virtual business that allows me to have the freedom to work and live from anywhere. I also teach others how to grow and operate a successful TC business with their very own. If you're looking for inspiration, motivation, and application, then this is the podcast for you. In here, we discuss business dreams, goals, and everything in between. Welcome to the Not Just a Daydream podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome to today's podcast. Today, we are talking about celebrating your wins and failures. Yeah, you heard that right. I said failures too. So I think celebrating those can sometimes be more important than even celebrating your wins because it means you're trying something. I don't know if you've ever heard the story story of Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. She heard no over and over and over. And I'm pretty certain that the reason she was able to keep going on and hearing those no's over and over until she got that yes is because one of the things her father did is they he would always ask them each day, what is something you failed at today? I've never had somebody ask me that. And I think that's so powerful because it, you know, who likes to talk about the failures, right? Most of us don't. Um, it's not something that is usually pretty and it's something that sometimes we wish didn't happen. But the theory behind that was um, by him asking, what did you fail at today? Meant they were trying something new. And so by trying something new, you grow through that. And so that's one of the reasons I want to talk about, you know, we should be celebrating our failures too. We're going to get to that a little bit further in the episode, but for now, let's dive into um, celebrating your wins because of course, everybody likes getting a win in their life. So celebrating your win, no matter how small, and, and it is important that you focus on the small ones too. But no matter how small or how big can play a huge part in how fulfilled we feel in life. I definitely believe if you look at the, if you have optimism and you have positivity in your life and you're looking at those good things in your life, you will definitely feel a lot more fulfilled in your life than if you constantly focus on the negativity or what you're lacking in your life. There's a saying that want equals lack. So when you constantly want something, you're constantly feeling like you don't have it. Now there's nothing wrong with wanting something. We all have goals. We all have ambitions and we all want, we do want things in life, but you don't want to be so focused on what you want that it turns into feeling like you're lacking something and that it can shift your perspective in your life and make you feel like you don't have all the, all the blessings that we do have in our life. So we're going to talk about celebrating our wins. And if you're like me, because I, I'm guilty of this too, um, you probably go throughout life and go throughout your day without realizing just how many wins you have. You know, most of us lead very busy lives. And so we just, we're moving through our day so quickly and that we don't even take time to celebrate the the small win may, we may have gotten, right? So how often at the end of the day, do you take time to reflect on what went right in your in your life and what you're grateful for? Do you take time to relish in that moment that you had the win? 
I think it is so important to put this this practice into into existence to when you have something go right in your day, take a moment just to reflect on that and truly feel all those emotions of gratitude and just it it, you know, whatever it was, it working out and and, and celebrate that. Like I said a, a moment ago, I know I personally struggle with the fact that being so busy and leading such a busy life, I feel like, okay, you know, I just have to keep moving and getting to that next thing, that next task, that next project. And I don't always take the time to actually just take a moment and savor the enjoyment and the fulfillment that I can get from just accomplishing, you know, something or having a a small win. So for example, this past weekend, I finished working on getting all my email templates and my checklists ready to sell. I'm releasing a transaction coordination course here in the next month or so. And it is going to be part of that course that the, the TC, um, that is going to be purchasing the course has the option to possibly buy those, um, email templates and checklists. So that way they don't have to recreate the will. They can go ahead and have basically a plug and play system. And this is also something where like an agent could purchase them as well if they wanted to handle their own transactions, or maybe if they had a in-house transaction coordinator, basically it's like a complete system. That was a huge project. I didn't fully grasp how big of a project I think that was going to be when I first started it, but it took me probably a good three weeks to perfect all of these and then get them into a place where they're ready to um, be sold as a license uh, for somebody else to use them. And so whenever I finally finished that on Sunday, I made myself fully appreciate that moment and celebrate it and and take time to to reward myself for it because it was such a huge project and even if it wasn't a massive project even if it was a small thing I need to take moments to celebrate those things and celebrate those wins so with that I um you know sometimes you may not always have time to let's say that that is something I truly wanted to actually celebrate and have like a a mini celebration kind of party. Sometimes you don't always have time to do that in that moment, but you know, what is it that you could do during that moment? So could you um, maybe take a short walk around the block or maybe take 15 minutes out of your day and read something that brings you enjoyment or in that situation, you know, I, I finished working on those templates kind of towards the end of the evening and so I could take a hot bath and just, you know, just think about little things that you could do. So celebrating your wins truly does have a huge impact on your life. And here's a few things that you, um, you may see in your life as you start to celebrate them. So when you start celebrating your wins, you boost your confidence, recognizing your achievements, no matter how small reinforces your self-belief in yourself. Um, so celebrating wins helps you acknowledge your capabilities and builds a sense of self-assureness, which can positively impact your future endeavors. So if you start believing in yourself more, you're more likely to 
to try new things and also to have greater success because you have that confidence. You've heard me say it before that confidence breeds success and success breeds confidence. And that is exactly what you're doing here. So when you celebrate those small wins, you are creating more confidence in yourself. Another thing it does is it builds motivation and momentum. So celebrating those wins gives you a greater sense of enthusiasm and motivation and the joy and satisfaction that you experience can act as fuel and like gasoline propelling you forward with a new renewed sense of energy and purpose. So you might, you might actually start moving forward to towards your other goals and maybe even at a faster pace because you have been motivated by this momentum that you've gotten with this one win. It also posit positive reinforcement. It's celebrating your wins reinforces positive behaviors and actions. When you celebrate your successes, your brain associates these actions with positive emotions, making you more likely to repeat those behaviors in the future. Our brain is super powerful. And we're going to get into this in a little bit when we talk about celebrating your negative wins, but or your negative situations. But when you can make your brain start believing that this is a good thing, it's going to want to do more of those good things. Celebrating your wins also cultivates resilience. So celebrating those wins during challenging times can help you build resilience. And especially in, in really tough times, that, that's when you need that resilience the most. I like to think about like whenever I'm going through something tough, I can reflect back on the tough times that I've been through in the past and remind myself, you know, I've been through a situation like this, or I've been through this before. Yes, it was hard, but I made it through. And like, now these are the new skills that I have and the new mindset. And I'm so much stronger now than I was when I went through it in the past. Celebrating your wins also counteracts negativity. It's easy to get caught up in self-criticism and negative self-talk. Like that is so, so easy. Celebrating your wins provides a counterbalance to those negative thoughts and reminds you of your strengths and accomplishments. It's been said that on average, we have between 50,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day. That, that's crazy. That's a crazy amount. And it may not all be on the conscious level. Some of them are subconscious thoughts. But um, psychologist Rick Hansen proposed the concept of negativity bias ratio, which suggests that it takes three positive thoughts to offset one negative thought. So if you think about that, you know, how many negative thoughts do we have a day? And then if you multiply that by three, that's the amount of positive thoughts that you have to have to just counterbalance those negative thoughts. So the more we can become aware of the thoughts that we're having, then the more likely it is that we're able to stop those negative thoughts, to stop that pattern and create positive thoughts. So when we're celebrating our positive wins, then we are counterbalancing any negative thoughts that may have occurred during the day. So even if you, I don't know, let's just say that you had a goal to create a marketing plan, like a 30-day marketing plan, right? Let's say you only got day one done today. Well, you still have 29 more steps to get done and that's a lot, but you got one done today. That's so powerful. And you're moving, you're moving forward. You're taking steps forward. 1% better every day will make you 37 times better within a year's time frame. So little actionable steps is so worth celebrating, not just the major 
accomplishment at the end. You're being accomplished every single day. Every single time you take action towards that goal, you are accomplishing something. So make sure you're celebrating that. Now, it also enhances your well-being. So celebrating wins contributes to your overall well-being. Positive experiences trigger the release of dopamine and other feel-good hormones, promoting a sense of happiness and fulfillment. I know, you know, dopamine is a great thing, right? So we can get dopamine from food, from things that bring us pleasure. And it, it's a, it's encouraging to hear that celebrating your wins can release that dopamine. And it kind of makes me wonder too, like if we, let's say I've, I've struggled with my weight all my life and I've, I've struggled in that, that sense. So one of the things I try not to do whenever I'm celebrating my wins is I try not to reward myself with food because that for me personally, that is not a, a good type of reward because I want to lose weight, not add gain weight. And so dopamine can be triggered by food, right? Like whenever we have like a piece of chocolate that can trigger dopamine. So it's encouraging to me to know that celebrating these wins can also trigger dopamine because it makes me wonder, like if you are having dopamine hits through celebrating your wins, could that help you maybe possibly reduce cravings, like not need that dopamine from food? I'm not sure. That is just completely my theory. Maybe it might work. Maybe it doesn't, but there's no harm in at least trying and celebrating those wins. It also strengthens your relationship. So sharing your wins with others fosters a sense of connection and community and celebrating with friends, family, and colleagues can deepen your relationships and create a support net network. It can also inspire others to take action and help them start celebrating wins in their life. So my goal through this podcast is to inspire others. I truly want to help you feel empowered to chase those daydreams and move forward with whatever it is that you're wanting to get accomplished, whether it be business, whether it be personal. And so it's, it's important that I share my wins with you guys because my wins and failures, like you can learn from those as well, but that way, hopefully I'm encouraging somebody and I I want y'all to move forward and, and pursue your passions because I know that how fulfilled I feel in my life by pursuing my passions. And I just want to share that with everybody. So another thing, celebrating your wins, it improves your mindset. So celebrating wins encourages a growth mindset. It's been said that if you are not learning, you're dying. And so it is constant. It's important that you're fostering that growth mindset. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know you are people who listen to podcasts, you're wanting to grow and you're wanting to learn something. So Rather than focusing solely on the failures or challenges, you train your mind to recognize and appreciate the positive aspects of the journey. The more you adopt this practice, the easier it will be to start seeing your wins. So I, I truly believe if you, if you start looking for the wins, you'll start seeing them. Same thing as like whenever you hear, if you look for the opportunities, opportunities appear, same situation. You just have to open your eyes to it and consciously be looking for those wins in your life. It also helps, um, helps you become a positive, creates a positive habit itself. So when you consistently acknowledge and celebrate your success, you cultivate a mindset of grat gratitude and positivity. It's hard to 
it's hard to be negative and hard to feel down when you're constantly looking at the good in your life and, and the things that you're grateful for. Yes, we all have hard times. We all have hard days. And truthfully, in the past year, I've been through some of the very hardest moments of my life that I never thought I would go through in my life ever. But looking at the positive things and figuring out, figuring out what is the silver lining in those, those situations that has helped me. It's helped me become more positive. It's helped me become more grateful just in general. And it's helped bring more fulfilling fulfillment to my life because I'm not choosing to dwell on the negativity. And then also celebrating your wins leads to more success. So like we talked about earlier, Success breeds confidence and confidence breeds success. So the positive emotions and mindsets that come from celebrating your wins can contribute to your overall success. A confident and motivated individual is more likely to calculate risk and pursue new opportunities. I mean, who doesn't want more success in their life, right? So if you're calculating those risks, you become more confident in taking chances. And so that's so important because you need to take chances in your life to, to have great success. Most of the time there's going to be risk involved. And so whenever you think about when you celebrate your wins more, you become more confident. And I believe you can also see like, what is, what's more riskier and make decisions easier and quicker. So now let's talk about learning from failures because that, you know, I know you Whenever you heard me say, let's celebrate your failures, you're probably like, what are you talking about? That does not sound like anything that I'm interested in. And why would I, why would I even want to think about my failures? I just want to move past them, right? And just get over them. And I said this to somebody today, like sometimes I feel like I do treat my failures as like a speed bump and I just keep going. And it's important to reflect on those things. And it's important to celebrate the failures because it means you're trying something. So, so some of the things that can come out of celebrating your failures, it can teach you valuable lessons to contribute, um, and contribute to your personal and professional growth. So some of the key lessons that we can learn from failures is our resilience and perseverance. Failures teach us how to bounce back from setup setbacks, developing resilience and the ability to keep going, even when things don't go as planned. It's, it's hard sometimes it's hard to want to get back up on your feet, right? When you've been knocked down and maybe you've been knocked down so hard that you just feel like you want to stay down. Failure is really only a failure if you stay down. And I know sometimes in those moments when you feel like you just got the wind knocked out of you, sometimes it's hard to get back up, you know, and, and sometimes it's okay to take your time to get back up. Sometimes you don't have to get back up right away, but Take the time that you need to get through the situation that you're going through. And then, and, and while you're taking that time, truly allow yourself to process it. Think about what's happened. What are all the emotions that you're feeling? How do you need to move forward through this? But don't treat it like a speed bump. Like I said that I do sometimes truly feel those emotions, feel the pro feel the pain, feel the process think about what has happened, but also think about what, what's gone right in this situation. And sometimes you may not always be able to see it, right? Not, 
maybe while you're in the moment, you may not be able to see the silver lining. You may not be able to see what's going right. But when you get out of it, reflect back on that because eventually you can probably see a silver lining or you can see a purpose in it. So it's important to let it build resilience and perseverance in you. That way you do get back up and you keep going. It also creates adaptability. So failures highlight the need to adapt to changing circumstances and help us be flexible in our approaches. If you, if you like the, the comedy friends, I absolutely love it. It's probably my personal all time favorite show. One of me and my best friends, like we quote the show. He can send me a text message and I know exactly what scene it is in the, in friends and can quote the, uh, you know what they're saying. And there was this one episode. I don't remember if it's called, I, I don't know if it's called the pivot episode, but it's got where Ross is like yelling pivot. Right. And it's one of the fun, funniest episodes of all the seasons, but Ross is trying to get his couch upstairs and Rachel and Chandler are helping him. And they're going up this like winding staircase that I have no idea how anybody would get furniture up that staircase, but he's yelling like pivot, pivot. And then, um, Chandler's yelling like, shut up, shut up. Because Ross is telling them to pivot when they can't pivot anymore. But I think about that with this, because if we learn how to pivot, then that's when we can be adaptable and truly be successful and less stressed. Because the one thing you can always count on in life is that life is going to change. So that they always say like the, the one constant in life is change, which is very ironic, right? Because it's not a constant, but it's true. So it's really important that you're adaptable and you can change when things change. I mean, we all went through COVID, you know, in 2020, our world was rocked and everything changed at the moment. So how many businesses had to pivot at that time to be able to make it through? And then even, even in with that, how many businesses were started during that time? It's amazing to me how many people start a business in a down economy and how many become millionaires. It says some of the, the most millionaires are made out of a downed market or a downed economy. And so it's super important to celebrate your failures because whenever you do, you know what you, you learn to pivot. So also it creates self-reflection. So failures prompt us in to um, be introspective and evaluate what, what went wrong, encouraging self-awareness and a deeper understanding of our strengths and weaknesses. When we, when we truly are able to um, self-reflect and we realize what our strengths and weaknesses are, we can focus more on those and we can work on building our, our strengths and you can work on building up your weaknesses too. So that way they're not so much of a weakness. Or you might even realize, you know, let's say you're a business owner and you realize like, Hey, lead generation is not my strength. I don't enjoy this at all. And, but there are people who that is their strength. If you have the funds to do so, you could hire that out and then work, work on focusing on your strengths instead of working on work working on focusing on your weakness. So if you didn't take time to celebrate the, the failure, and look at, you know, do that self-reflection, you probably wouldn't realize what those strengths and weaknesses are. Reflecting on your failure is also a learning opportunity. 
They provide invaluable opportunities for learning and acquiring new skills. They often reveal areas when we need to, where we need to improve and acquire more knowledge. So just like I was talking about a minute ago, if you self-reflect, you can learn like where you're strong, where you're weak, and is the weakness something you want to improve on? If it is, then that is something where you could start like doing things to acquire more knowledge. It also creates humility. Failures remind us that we're not infallible. They teach us humility and the importance of not acknowledging that we don't have all the answers. It's okay to say, I'm not sure and say, I'll get back to you. I'll find that answer. We are all human. None of us have all the answers. So it's important that, you know, we, we do humble ourselves and realize that we're, we're human just like anybody else. Celebrating your failures also creates empathy. So experiencing failure can enhance your empathy towards others who are going through similar challenges and it helps us connect on a deeper level. I truly believe that sometimes in life we go through things, um, for a purpose. And sometimes that purpose might be to help somebody who's coming behind us. That's going to be experiencing the same thing. It sucks when we go through stuff that we don't want to go through and things that don't work out just the way we thought it would work out. But I remember so many of my failures more so than I remember my successes. And when I'm able to take those failures and learn from them and then share with somebody else, that way they don't make the same mistakes. That is monumental in my book. I mean, I love being able to help others. And if I didn't learn from my failures, then I wouldn't be able to have those experiences to share with them. Failures also produce innovation. So by failing, it can help spark creativity and innovation as we search for alternate, alternate alternative solutions and approaches. So the post-it note is a story that I really enjoy. If you've never heard it before, it's kind of cool. So in 1960, Dr. Spencer Silva Silver was attempting to develop a super strong adhesive, but it, however, instead of what he ended up creating was like a weak, low tack adhesive that could stick to the surface, but was easy, easily removable without leaving residue. So it wasn't the strong adhesive that he was trying to create. But years later, Art Fry, who is also a person who worked in his company, uh, attended a seminar where he wanted a bookmark that would stick to the pages without damaging them. And then, you know, and that he could remove. And then he remembered about Silva's adhesive and realized it actually had potential to create what he was looking for. So something that, you know, originally was thought to, to not be, not work, not be what they were looking for actually is what created the post-it note. And I mean, how amazing is that? So, and think about it, people use post-it notes like crazy. So how much money they've made from post-it notes over the years from an invention that originally was thought was no good. It wasn't what they wanted. And so learning from your failures, I mean, sometimes those failures can bring about something great in your life that you weren't even expecting, but you just have to celebrate the, celebrate the failure, you know, look, look into it further. Also, um, celebrating your failures, it creates risk assessment. So it reminds us to assess risks thoroughly before making decisions. And, you know, you have to have your due diligence. So when you take risk, 
if you failed at it, you're going to be a little bit more cautious that next time. Right. So it's kind of like going to Vegas. You're not going to, if you lose $500 that first day, you might think a little bit more cautiously about it the next day. If you're going to, you know, lose that much money again, or, and you might, and you, or you may not. I've learned that me personally, I have a hard time like losing $20. I'm all geared up. I want to go play the slots whenever I get to Vegas, have a good time. And then I, I lose a little bit of money and then I'm like, nope, not for me. So, you know, looking at your failures does help you be a little bit more cautious and think about those risks before you take them, especially with like decision-making. It helps you it helps you make those decisions if you want to make that decision. And also it helps you be a little bit more cautious when you're making really big decisions. Also, it helps you focus on the process. So failures remind us that success is not just about outcomes, but it's also about the process that we put in and the effort we put in. So who you become during the journey is just as important as, as who you become when you finish the process. And so maybe even more so because whenever you're going through that journey, you're acquiring new skills, you're learning um, new techniques, you're becoming smarter, gaining wisdom. You know, that person that you're becoming is, is super important. And if you think about it, you'll never be able to go back to the person you were before. You, you have acquired new skills, you've acquired new knowledge that is going to stay with you forever. Also, it puts a value on persistence. So failure shows us that success often requires persistence and dedication over time. You know, a lot of times like people say, um, oh yeah, no, maybe they, they were successful overnight. A lot of times that's not the case. You know, maybe it looks like to us that they become a success overnight, but, but people don't know like all the work, the hard work that people put into it. Maybe the late nights, the early mornings, all the things that went into it behind the scenes that we don't see. So you got to have persistence. Persistence is key with becoming this success or getting things accomplished. Appreciation for success. So failures make success more meaningful and appreciated. Achieving something after overcoming obstacles is a lot more feel- fulfilling for sure. You think about like sports, right? You know, the movies and stuff about like underdogs are, are always movies people love because People who have had that persistence and maybe didn't look like they would be the ones who would be successful when those people win, like, I don't know, it's so much more rewarding to watch those people win than the people who consistently, you know, are just killing it and always have, um, are like always the winning team. So it's, you know, it's, it's cool to be able to appreciate your success a little bit more because of the struggle that you've went through. Also celebrating your failures can show you how important it is to have support. So it's so important to have a good community around you. And I know it's been said that in our technology age, we're more connected than ever yet lonelier than ever. And I do think that's true. And unfortunately, you know, it's, that is unfortunate that we're in that position there are still plenty of opportunities to get connected though. It's just, you know, you, it it might take a little bit more work, which kind of seems crazy considering we're more connected, but, you know, get involved with groups that, you know, have similar commonalities 
as you. And it could be business. You know, it could be people that you have things in common with regarding your business, but it could also just be people you have things in common with regarding your personal life. Those are the people that are going to be there for you when you have hard times. And then in return, you can be there for them when they have hard times. So it's truly important to have a support network. And then also it helps set realistic expectations. So it helps us to prevent from having overconfidence, encouraging a more cautious and measured approach. And it's important to set smart goals because I could say, I could say, I'm going to go to the moon next week, right? That is a goal because there's a timeline on that, but it's not a smart goal. It's not realistic because I know nothing about aerospace and I'm not trained. I'm not a trained astronaut and I probably couldn't become one in a week. So for me to be able to say, I'm going to go to the moon in the week, that's not realistic. So that helps us set up realistic expectations when we do kind of reflect back on our failures. It also helps us have a long-term vision. So failures prompt us to look beyond the short-term setbacks and stay, stay focused on our long-term vision. At the end of the day, that's what's most important. Don't give up when you have one setback. Think about like, what is your why? Why do you want to move forward? What is the purpose that this project or whatever it is that you're working on is going to serve? I've heard if you, if you have your why, you can always figure out the how. It's something like that where if your why is big enough, you can always like per- persist the how. And then lastly, celebrating your failures, I believe can help you rewire your brain into making it think it wasn't that bad and giving it another try. So I've listened to a lot of doctors say that your brain tries to protect you against hard things. And that one reason we might have a hard time like getting up to go work out in the morning is because we know it's going to be hard when we get there. And so your brain is like trying to conserve energy and trying to protect you from things that is going to, that are going to be hard. But if we celebrate the things that are hard and tell ourselves it wasn't that hard, then our brains begin to believe it and it makes it easier to do the next time. So those are a lot of reasons why it's important to celebrate the heart, you know, the, the, the failures in your life and to reflect back on those. So as you can see, it's super important to celebrate your wins and your failures. They both work together kind of like yin and yang. And um, if you're only celebrating your wins, you, I don't know, I think sometimes you might get stagnant because you're just, your wins aren't as sweet as they would be if you didn't have failures, if that makes sense. Like sometimes you don't know how sweet something is until, unless you taste something that's bitter and the bitterness can be those failures. But, you know, ideally you want to have more wins in life than you do failures, but it's, it's important to have those failures as well because those failures are, are, are learning our secret little, like things that kick us in the butt and, and help us learn. And it teaches us invaluable lessons. So before we wrap up, I do want to talk about progress over perfection, because I think so many times we can, we can get so bar bar down in, you know, it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. Instead of just focusing on just the progress we've made. And so it's so important that we focus on 
progress because as you've heard me say several times now, and even in this podcast, you know, 1% better to every day will make you 37 times better within a year's time. So it's so important to look at like, Hey, look at where we are now and look at where I started. And if you want, you could even keep like a little, you know, like a, a little success journal where at the end of the day, write down like two or three things that you got accomplished in the day that were important to you. And then at the end of the month, do the same thing, like, you know, write all of them down. And you can see over the course of the 30 or 31 days, how much did you get accomplished, you know, on your business that, that month or, or in your life or whatever it is that, whatever it is that goal that you're chasing, what did you get accomplished during that time? Another thought is, you know, let's say you don't want to put them on a journal, but you want to do like a little, like a cookie jar and take those post-it notes. You know, we talked about post-it earlier, take those post-it notes and just write something down, fold it up and throw it in the cookie jar. And then at the end of the month, pull it out and then go back and read over all the cool things that you got accomplished that month. It would just be amazing to see, you know, and then if you save those and then do that every single month, then by the end of the year, I couldn't even, I wouldn't even be able to imagine how much you could have accomplished on your goal just by focusing on the progress. And if you do this, this habit, it will create that feeling of fulfillment in your life because you're celebrating those wins and celebrating those failures. So what is something, what are some things that you can do this week to celebrate your progress? Celebrating your progress could be just simply like taking a moment to relish in the moment and just thinking about it and being grateful for it. But it could also be something like, you know, actually physically celebrating it. So what are some things that you enjoy? Could you maybe take a 30 minute, um, 30 minutes to yourself and do some self-care such as like taking a bath or reading a book you enjoy or going for a walk? Could you go see a movie? I know that's something I did not too long ago whenever I had, I helped my mom move a storage building. And then I came home and I worked on my course. And then I purposely went and saw the new Indiana Jones because it's like, I'm going to reward myself for getting so much accomplished today. Could you go out to dinner or go to brunch? Could you get a massage or maybe something small, like go get your favorite coffee? What are the things that you want to do this week to celebrate yourself? All right, my friends, I hope you found encouragement and inspiration in today's episode. I'd love to hear the ways that you are going to celebrate your wins and failures this week. Just feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram, or you could even just pop it in the review section here on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And um, I'm cheering for you. Have a great week. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd be so kind and leave me a quick review, I would love to hear from you. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Christy Winfrey. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit that follow button. And until next time, keep chasing those dreams, my friend. Remember, you are worth it.